Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. How's it feel to be back? Uh, it's great. You know, I think uh, you're, you're always excited to get back. A new year, new players, uh, new energy. Um, and, and again, I think, uh, you know, the expectations for our group, majority of the guys coming back and, and just really building off next year whilst continuing to bring up some of the younger crop of players, uh, including draft picks. And been really impressed with the, with the mindset of these younger guys, uh, the physicality um, and uh, the overall mentality of the group. I was going to talk about the fair bit of continuity you've got coming back. I know you guys did lose a couple of guys, but how, how does that help you guys, in a way, get ahead this time? Of yeah, I think, again, I think the last couple of years it's been trying to figure out uh, exactly um, you know, the way we wanted to play. And, and, and I think when you have experienced players on the field that understand that, uh, because they're on the field in real time working with these or playing alongside younger players, it's a lot easier to bring these guys up to speed. And so I think that continuity within the whole group is a rep- representative of, of the guys that are coming back, understand the way we want to do it, understand that we want to keep improving year on year to be a sustainable um, you know, winning franchise. Obviously, there weren't a ton of new faces like that kind of building, building off of that added to this roster, but there is still... You know, the number of homegrown signings that RSL is used to adding, and you guys seem to go really hard on the draft this year as well. I think it was four pickups in there, two-generation Adidas guys and whatever. Was was that intentional for you guys to kind of build, or not build, but sort of add on through that core and through those sort of younger player development style mechanisms like that? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, our, our philosophy as, as a club is really to develop younger players, and uh, hopefully in the next, you know, year two three is to be able to start moving players abroad um and so that's something that uh with ownership in the front office and, and technical staff that we spoke a lot about in the off season um and obviously the draft you know we feel um you get some really good experience in that um it, it's a super competitive super physical um style of play at the college level sure. And that translates well to the MLS. And uh, I think, you know, you need to look no further than a guy like Jasper from last year and, and how important that was for us. And, and so I'm sure you can talk to the front office as far as how that really helps roster construction um, and, and allows you to add more resources to the top end of the roster. And, you know, we're still looking to possibly bring in uh, an, an, another difference maker. Um, and uh, but, but really happy with... Uh, with or probably two, uh, two more players, um, but really happy with where we're at. And and again, I think um, 
know, the guys that, are, that have come back from last year have, have set a really good standard for this group and this club. Is Donnie in a way, like, I, he played the early part of last season, out almost the entire year, but getting him back, how important is that for you guys? Yeah, I think it's important. I, I, the, the one, the one ca- caveat is uh, I think, like, as a, as a fan of, of sports, uh, uh, you think that he's back, so he's going to immediately be back to Dami 2021. Sure. And, and as we know in real life, it, it's, it doesn't work that way, um, especially in this sport where um, there's, it's, it's tough, and then we're training on turf for pretty much the majority of the preseason. So with Dami, it's going to be really important um, to really uh, gauge his minutes, gauge his training. Um, and so the first game of the season isn't – there might be Dami's expectations, um, <laughs> but when you're out for – you know, when you're out for a good 12 months, uh, it's going to take so many months to get back to, to to form, to feeling comfortable, to not even thinking about what's going on. Because when you come back from a big injury, you're in your head thinking, do I feel this? Do I feel that? Do, do I feel? So there's a lot of like, you're not playing free. Um, you're, you know, and so we're, we're managing his minutes. Um, but the one thing I will say uh, is his influence when he is training his influence in the locker room um, is also super important to what we're doing as far as bringing the, the you know the younger crop up to, to see what it is to be a professional, both on and off the field, and 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 that is super important as we continue to progress as a group. Who, who are some of those younger guys that you're most excited about, and what have you seen just in these first couple of days from them? Uh, to be honest, um, you know I think it it would be. Um, it wouldn't be fair to judge them on just the soccer part in the first two days of training. I, I think what I look for really in the first week is who they are as people because the soccer part will come because, again, they're nervous. They're, they're competing for spots with the first team with, with no experience. Um, again, turf. There's so many variables that go into judging them from a soccer perspective, although I will say I'm really happy with the level of football. Um, but the, the one intriguing thing for me is that they're all robust players. Their, their, their physical attributes will translate very easily to this level. And their mentality has been such that um, we don't miss a beat. Uh, like everyone has bad touches in the first couple of days. What's the reactions to those touches? Do they hang their heads? Do they complain? And I couldn't be more happy with what they've brought to our group from starting a level much higher than we were last year at this time. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, the search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. And then you mentioned you're trying to instill in them what this club is all about, like the, the way you guys play and how the role the veterans have in that as well. What exactly is that that mo, that style of play that you're trying to instill in some of these younger guys? Well, I, I mean, I, I think the the, uh, the style of play that we want to play is, is we want to be as we were last year, vertical, um, and that's going to be a lot of that is dictated by the players that are on the field. Obviously, when Salva's on the field. It's a different look um, versus saying Anderson's on the field or Chang's on the field. So everyone brings their own unique skill sets that that changes that. Um, but as far as the attacking side, we want to be more vertical. And then defensively, 
we just want to be a team that is super difficult and uh, you know no one wants to play against and and that and both of those things combined the overriding thing is is the mindset it, it's not just going out and, 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 and having a jolly but how can we influence and impose ourselves with the ball when we have it to affect teams and then when we don't have the ball how do we dictate the game and impose ourselves on the game from a defensive standpoint so the overarching uh, philosophy has has everything to do with mindset and and I think you saw that last year you know backs are up against the wall we had a tough end of the season backs are up against the wall and we had a win against a good Portland team here at home that's that's the same group but we need to do that consistently from game one to game 34 and so I think that's that, that's really the aim and obviously presentation at the beginning of the year is who are we like what and it and it and a lot of it becomes nuanced um and it's the nuances that really make the group what what we are and then lastly you've got i mean about six weeks of preseason here i guess you you'll play several games you'll go on the road you guys will travel what are you guys what are you trying to accomplish i guess during this this next month or so before you you know have those those real games yeah i think for us again i think it's all those things i just said really um and it's it's who are we not just on the field I think the next preseason is about getting to know the player or the person behind the player like who who is this what like for the new guys what were some of your the hurdles that you had to overcome to get here it's, it's getting to know um, because culture is, is really really important for us uh, it, it, because again when you know somebody and you know their history and you know their hardships you're willing to go that extra mile for them when the when the game's on the line in the 89th minute. So it's not just football. It's who we are off the field. It's how we behave. It's being punctual. It's it's being respectful of of how we take off our clothes and put in our bags or equipment. It's about it's about every staff member in this building um, being a part of the success that we have on the field. And so um, that that's really about it. Is is building the culture in the next six weeks and hopefully getting uh, you know two of these players in. Uh, in, a, in a fashion, in a time fashion, where you know we can we can utilize them in the first couple of games of the season. How important was getting Marcelo resigned? You talk about wanting to be a good team defensively. Yeah, I, I think it was huge. Um, I think last year was well. I don't think I know last year was his best year he's had at the club. I, I think uh, on top of that, his leadership role was was immense for our group, having Dami out, and so having guys that hold a standard. Um, that, that he held last year coming into this year so that we're not, again, putting in a new body, new name, and teaching an experienced player of what it is to play for the club. I, I think it was a, a critical signing at an important time for us. Jasper emerged last year, and like from the get-go, how early on in training camp last year did you know that hey, he was going to be who he was? It's a really interesting story about Jasper. Uh, Jasper, uh, we went back and obviously we watched all our preseason yeah. sessions from last year to see how we want to do things a little bit differently. And he was playing right back at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Everton jumped in camp, and uh, it was probably two weeks before our first game where Jasper was actually going to sign with the Monarchs. Okay. Uh, There's some paperwork problems with Everton, mm-hmm. and he wasn't going to be available for like three weeks. Sure. And so we tried him in the middle when we went to Portland. And he was he was lights out. Okay. So then that's when he was now offered a first team deal, and that's when he started playing in the middle. So like a lot of these things, we think that we can control, and we are geniuses. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, the universe works in ways that we cannot understand or comprehend. And the only reason that Jasper was even given the opportunity was because Everton had paperwork problems. Wow. To, to take that further, 
the most the one thing that we talk about with players that aren't getting a lot of playing time um, is to always be prepared for that opportunity. And so Jasper, being the professional he was, stepped in and didn't miss a beat all year. So fortune meets preparedness equals good luck. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.